family are functioning alcoholics almost across the board. If it turned out koalas were good for erections, we'd be dragging them out of the trees. That's more junk. Yeah, it put it away. It's not as unusual as you think. It happens all the time. That's probably what happened with Jesus. <laughs> We've got a whole religion based around it. Shoot him. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Jesus was in a K-hole. He moved a rock out of the way, came out. Everyone's like, holy mackerel. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this guy. Oh, man. Speaking of religions, because, you know, we're a religious podcast, I've been thinking about caterpillars heaps. And I'm convinced. Please. I think I talked to this on the way to the surf the other day. I'm convinced that caterpillars are the only animals or insects that follow a religion or a cult because nothing else explains why they would cocoon themselves. And like when they're in the cocoon, they basically, their body melts away like into nothing. Mm. And then they're with the promise that they're going to be a butterfly. But like, that's just a promise. It's like, all right, eat heaps, eat heaps, boys. And then, you know, wrap yourself up, have a little nap, die. Yeah. Come back as something else, yeah, but, but it happens. It's real. But butterflies are real, and caterpillars see butterflies. I guess it would be like us saying, "If you wrap yourself up in this and die, you come back a dolphin." Dolphins are real. You will be a dolphin. Yep. Yeah, and you just have to it's trust. Not true. Well, it's not true. You can't become a dolphin, but the caterpillars can just look around and maybe see it happening. I don't know. But do you reckon some caterpillars like don't go full cocoon? Do they go a bit rogue? They're like, "No, nah, I'm just going to keep eating. Fuck it." I'm done. I'm just going to eat. And and like these leaves are pretty sick. And I know that like having wings would be cool, yeah. but I'm pretty happy in why, my life right now. Why would, would I want to fly? I mean, it- yeah. What I mean, like, you know, the, there's a risk there. Flying could be sick, but I'm pretty happy. I'm fucking happy where I am, mate. Leaf. I don't need wings and fancy yeah. colors. I'm going to stay here in my leaf and eat leaf. Like, fuck you and your cocoon yeah. and your fucking wings. Forget about no, it. No, you got to go butterfly every day. Just straight in there, chilling out. Flying but, around, but you're a guy that I don't understand would become a butterfly. But there's there's guys yeah. out there, you know, that would be like, nah, you're real nego guys. So it's like, no, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know. No, you don't want to. Got to get off the ground. <laughs> but they're on leaves, man. They haven't. They're high already. Eucalyptus butterflies. I don't know. It, anyway, I'm. I think there must be some sort I think of you're grub religion. The grub you, very well could be. At least they're going through with it though. Like it's real committed. It's commitment. Mm. Well, you will come back as something else, and then it happens. Humans do and it. it happens. <laughs> yeah. What do they have to? But they don't have to. They don't have Maybe to do if anything. If we just cocoon ourselves like for ages and like commit to it, commit. we'll come back as a dolphin. It actually <laughs> will happen, and Andy will be wrong. Massive stoner religion. What? Eat heaps of gum leaves, and then like yeah. just have a massive just <laughs> just mung out, and then nap. <laughs> what that's, if that's the gateway? What if caterpillars and butterflies actually live in slightly separate dimensions where they can't see each other? But we can see both of them. So they're just going on a promise. Like the guys that drink the Kool-Aid, they might have come back to Earth as a you know, a better version of themselves, but they can't we can't see them because they're in a slightly different dimension. Also a possibility. Possible. It, that, it does make a lot of sense because you don't know what kind of eyes they've got. Like they don't retain the same head shape. So they like their eyes melt away and come back again. Mm, so they and, might even not be able to see. Yeah, so they may not be able to... Maybe they just look down. They've got like... <laughs> or real short-sightedness because they're just all about the leaf. And they're like, nothing exists in their world but that leaf. So hey. 
and then have to just googling here for you. Caterpillars can barely see, but butterflies can see. A fucking dog. <laughs> Bro, science for the win. <laughs> so butterflies can see. Yeah. No, surely not. Can they? Well, they fly around. You have to be able to see something. That's moths definitely have poor vision. Yeah, they just yeah, go to the light. Surely a bee has a bat, like doesn't have great vision. They've got other senses. They can That's see wild. colors and patterns that are invisible to the human eye. There you go. They're gods. <sighs> Butterflies are gods. Cata- anyway. Agreed. So it is a religion. It's gone the full circle. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've solved something here for sure. All right. I'm glad because I've been thinking about that lately. And I'm glad that we got to the bottom of that. Hey, um, we should introduce this episode properly then with our guest. Go for it. Matty Gill. Returned guest, he's, he's back on. So we said last time that uh, not many people come back, but it turns out sometimes they do return. But this time we've got something special. We're going to do a mixtape episode. You probably already know that if you clicked on the title and it said mixtape. Um, so for those that are new, we run through a bunch of tunes. We talk some smack in the middle. We find out that caterpillars are religious and butterflies are gods. That's pretty much how it goes down. Bloody oath. Looking forward to it. Was thanks for the, well, the intro. Well, you've chosen all the songs this time. Yeah, an eclectic so, mix. So uh, we'll, we'll probably jump through something and find out something. But uh, should we kick like into it. one straight straight now. Yeah. Yeah, I, I reckon I reckon this would be a good start. It's called "Push Off" by the Palms, and I, I found it randomly actually the other day on my like songs. Um, and it's a it's a tune I've never really heard it before until I uh, came across it when I was driving, and it's actually a sick one. So I reckon this would be a good way to start. Do it. Press play was. My world, my God, if I'm gonna make it, then it's time that I speak my mind. Can't take that away. Wait. So you gonna use me now Well your motherfucker Take this, take that I can take it But I might just lose my mind On my shirt anyway And if it all came crashing down Just know that it won't break
shout Go on, push out called push off or the palms the band's called the palms the song's yeah, the palms. called push off that they're on triple j unearthed which is good means i can download it oh that one's not go. on there it's not on there we haven't got um i'm saying gilly we haven't got caught off for having tunes yet on the podcast i feel like when someone calls us out and it's like oh you can't use that that's when we might have really made it yeah, i'll be happy almost get over 100 listens and then maybe you <laughs> <laughs> We'd have to pull um, everything down. It wouldn't wouldn't be great. That would be the end, I think. Nah. <laughs> You'd have to. It's yeah. at the beginning and the end. Yeah. It's like, it's it's like we finally made it. Like, yeah, we've yeah. we've made it. It's over. And then we've we've it's over. No, that that's when we get radio DJ gigs. Hey, um, I've got an order of business because it is one off the wood. Yeah. Go for it. That'll save you editing in a beer cracking opening sound later. Um. What are you drinking? What's off the wood today, Andy? It's a bit out there. I'm drinking... I just went up to the bottle shop quickly then, put my mask on inside out and just walked in like it was normal, came out and took it off. Felt like an idiot. But um, <laughs> beer and kombucha... If there was corona on it, you've now got it. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. if I could have been walking around with that the other way around. So I probably got corona. Uh, it's called the Sneaky Booch. I just wanted to see what it tastes like. It's half beer, half kombucha. From Byron Bay, believe it or not. Who would have thought that they'd come up with something like that in Byron? Is uh, that too left field? It's it's actually all right. You wouldn't drink... It's like a kombucha. You wouldn't sit there and drink six of them, but you might drink one. Is it more kombucha or more beer? Mm. It's like a sour beer. It's probably more butch, butchery. They've definitely butchered... Could you get away with it butchered this in the beverage. office? Uh, <laughs> Could you get away with it in the office, just on the desk? Yeah, because the it's, can looks pretty, it's a can pretty with normal. Like, st- just sticker on it. So, 100% you could get away with it. Because look. <laughs> this is quality <laughs> <You> podcasting. Can... <laughs> that, was, that was definitely canned in the living room. <laughs> Hang on, so you can hear it. That's me taking the wrapper off. Now it's just, a, it's a bit weird that it's just a silver can that you're drinking in the office. But you can definitely get away with it if you need to drink at work, was which I assume you do. I don't think. You <laughs> no, I was just figured like the butch because it comes in a bottle. Sometimes you have one. It's like yeah. it feels a bit weird, like you're drinking a tin. But you know, if you can have a butch that is a beer, you might as well 
start drinking it midday some days. Some days it's needed. Yeah. Anyway, that's what I'm drinking. And then I've got a Cooper's Mid to follow. Good segue. Two. That's what we're drinking. Wow. We've got the Cooper's Cooper's Mids, the orange cans, the, the 3.5s. Who, who picked those today? Well... I got was onto them on our. It was our road trip beer when we come back from the beach. Yep. Because we were on those. Because I've been. Over ever, here. Yeah, no. I think ever since staying at your house for a couple of weeks, I'm onto the. I'm, I'm big on mid strength, and these are just always around in a can. Looks orange, tastes a little bit orange. It tastes like. Yeah. <laughs> how much is in that? Like when you the the color of a can sets what you think you're gonna gonna taste. Yeah, particularly with this Cooper's mid, I think it it just really sets you off. It's orange. You feel like you eat like a Jaffa. Yeah, well, like, I think so. Like a Jaffa. Yeah. Jaffa's got a sweet surprise. This one's sort of a, I don't know, a hoppy surprise in the middle of it. But I liked them. I'm all about driving beers, like for not necessarily drink driving, but you know the the middies because you just count cans and throw them on the floor, and then you know right, I've had this many beers. Let's keep driving. If you're drinking a mid-strength beer and driving, how many can you drink? Per hour, where you'd always stay under the limit. One, well, one. You get yeah, yeah but you get one. two, two, one free one. So you get yeah, a fr- free hit in the first hour, and then you get the then one every hour. So two in the first and one after. Do you know that's that how they used you. to advertise it? It's like, you know what that means? It's two in the first hour and one every hour after that. Like that used to be advertising back in the day. Just so, if you want to drive and drink, you'd have two in the first hour and one every hour after that. We don't get advice we, like that. We anymore. needed to invent a beer, like, but we need to invent a beer that is basically that—the driving beer, like driving tins. They're tasty driving tins, and it's a mid-strength, or even make it three percent, make it a little bit lighter. But it's like make you can for can, a little bit smaller, and you're just like you can have three in the first. <laughs> three, you, <laughs> you can just, just work out the mathematics so you can perfectly have six. You can have a six-pack an hour. <laughs> <laughs> But maybe you, like, you could probably a little bit of caffeine yeah, or, or something. something to help your concentration as well. So yeah. you you drive better on it, like the right and some kombucha. Yeah, gut yeah, health. Be a real concoction would be a perfect driving beer, and you can drive for fifteen hours. Yeah. Why don't they put a, that drug that like because beer makes you piss or alcohol in general makes you piss because your body doesn't retain water, so you you shed it basically. But surely there's something that is the anti of that effect. So that you don't need to piss. So it stops the alcohol making you want to piss all the time. Because you whack that in light beers and heaps more people will drink light beers. And it'd be better for driving as well. Because you don't want to be drinking, you know, one an hour and having to pull over every fucking hour. You're pouring liquid in though. Like, I don't know. You'd have to eat something to suck up Some the form of drying agent. There's a sponge. You eat a sponge at the end. <laughs> Once you finish the beer, it unlocks another cavity and there's like a couple of beer nuts in it and a sponge. <laughs> you, it, you it's eat non-liquid that. liquid. It's just really fucking getting weird now. <laughs> but just something to suck it all up. Like stupid. maybe a bit of flour that comes in or something. Or you just swallow some rice. Just something that can really... Rice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was thinking about burritos, right? I haven't had a burrito in a while. I went past Zam's. Are burritos like Mexican sushi? Because all it is is just like the the tortilla is the is the seaweed, and it's just like protein, rice wrapped up. But the Mexicans just did a big fat. It's just a Mexican a burrito is Mexican sushi, right? Yeah, well, which came first? Yeah, I mean, 
I don't. Do they? They don't eat burritos like they eat burritos here in Mexico, though. But I'll I'll give it to you. How do they eat them in Mexico? Well, they're like they always go the small taco. Always. Oh, like it's just it's an, well, not always, but it's an Australian. What me- about the rice? There's no rice in a taco. Yeah, but I, I think this the whole at least when I was there, they we weren't invent eating burritos. Well, potentially, I don't know, but they don't eat this huge, big like burrito looking um, sushi. Yeah. They always go a- like well. When I say always, where I was, I'm, I'm generalizing for the whole, this huge population. Yeah, they always, and they never do this. And I know what I'm talking You're about. You're the representative for Mexico, yeah, Australia, the consulate. Yeah, um, we need to talk to our boy Stu Churton. He, he's he's a he's a burrito master. Call him up, ask him if the Mexicans eat burritos because I don't think what Zambreros do is any resemblance of anything that's happening in Mexico. Nah, but it's it's the and I don't think they eat sushi that often like that in. Um, in Japan either So it probably is the Mexican it's the Turkish, There you go It is It's like Turkish bread They just call it bread But we call it Turkish bread You know Yeah The Japanese they, they eat sushi But it's not like The main thing that they eat It's just the thing that Is everywhere else right They've got a wide range of food But the Mexicans They don't really have A wide range From what I can tell It's some sort of Meat in tortilla Which is genius Because yeah. there's nothing better really. Cornbread Meat It's the same thing Done five ways It's yeah. like eggs Sunny side up. Do you want them over easy? <laughs> Poached, scrambled, still egg. What's genius about it though is that no plates, because they're all about it. No dishes, the yeah. Mexicans, because it's just you which know, is weird because they love yeah. cleaning so much. Apparently, you know, in America. <laughs> How are they qualified? You're right to go and clean. It's like I haven't done a dish in your life, and and now you're qualified to somehow. Clean everyone else's dishes. All that speculative. They're just confused and throwing them on the ground. <laughs> that's the, that's the Greeks, <laughs> wrong ones. They're just angry with is the it, dishes. Is this the Greek sushi? <laughs> yeah. Well, the Greeks have a sushi. They got the. Do they? Souvlaki. Is that Greek? Yeah. What, what are they? What are they called? They're delicious. Gyros. Like they put the Kebab. chips in. Yeah, it's your, and they put the chips in there. Yeah. Tzatziki. Oh yeah, I'd yeah, one big ziggy. big wrap straight off the um, off yeah the, that's the big meat stick. off the meat column. Carve it. I had one yes. in in like the gold sook in Dubai. It was the best thing ever. Like uh, Middle Eastern sushi, <laughs> real good. <laughs> <laughs> Middle Eastern sushi. Who knew so many countries had sushi? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's the Australian sushi? Sausage, sausage and bread. Roll. Yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah. Sausage or the sausage and bread. They, yeah. So you get your meat. It's you got to fry the fuck out of it because, and then like, you know, a bit of sauce, maybe some onions because you they call it a salad, and wrap it in white bread. And Brilliant. Home brand white bread. bread. Yeah. Yep. No, it's fancy bread. Tomato it's, sauce, which is more just sugar on yeah. top. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Soy sauce, tomato but sauce. Tomato is a vegetable. Salad. Salad. Yeah, we, we do it right in Australia. We do it. I think the problem that we've got is, because what's the English version? The English food is probably the worst. You've been living in England, Matt. Is They do a roast the meal, cur- okay? Some sort of curry. Maybe a breakfast. Yeah, they, they'd like a pie. Like a pie. They could do a pie. S- Sushi-wise, what do they pie, have to big offer? Big on roast. Pies are hard to carry away, though. You want a takeaway, like you get a pie, it's a bit messy. 
You can't carry you a pie? Me. Where the fuck did you grow up? Like pies? Well, yeah, well, hold on. That's the whole point of a pie. <laughs> so you can do that. It was like, there is no other reason to a pie apart from the fact you can take it and like walk with it. <laughs> yeah, I was picturing like a family pie with a wedge cut out. No, 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 no. I'm talking out. like the when have you know, small party, to small the pie, bigger than a party pie. And there's a family pie in the oven. You get your fuel. It's like, can I just, just have a slice, slice of pie, please? <laughs> Anyone else want to share the pie with me Or try to take a slice Oh I could go a piece of pie Yeah For the drive You know That being said <laughs> You get those traveller pies When Be you're driving And they go everywhere Anyway It's always meat On your On your legs It's all, all no good There's a note right, here Gilbert What's up um, Oh sorry Go on the notes well, no, I like the note that you've put there Because I kind of like it We could go with Gil's song It's what's the last song you shazammed have a look, and whatever's the best one, we we run with that. It's good, All right. could make for shit um, podcast. My phone's yeah, I, I can't do it on my phone, which is a very good thing because I shazam shit off the TV and weird things, and it'll be embarrassing. Probably like yeah, I agree. Kanye or we definitely don't want to or something. So we don't want mine. I've nah. done um, Syria oh. unders, whatever that is, or Slow Blues Wu Tang. <laughs> Wu Tang, good well, Andy. Oh no, mine's bad. It's Under the Milky Way by Bobby Flynn. <laughs> Remember Bobby Flynn? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either of them. Whack Bobby, Bobby Flynn. Flynn on. Like, Bobby Flynn came sixth in Australian Idol about 15 years ago. <laughs> Do you remember Shazamming it? What, when was it? No, it was How on, long a, it ago? Was on a uh, TV. It was a couple of nights ago. It was on a TV show. I was like, oh, this sounds interesting. And then I, it, I sent me I've on. Also a, got Losing It by Fisher on here as well. Just think. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Nice I got My Culture by Robbie Williams Or Trouble I'm In It's weird though Like I think that's You know people like Oh what music are you into And like you might go to your favourite band Or your favourite album Or a playlist Or music that you think you're into But I think that your Shazam list Is what you're actually into Absolutely I go back to it all the time And find find stuff that, that stays on the playlist for a long time but Bobby Flynn's not one of them and we're certainly not going to listen to it here <laughs> what, okay. are we, what are we going to listen to Gil? Uh, oh, how about this it's um, this is Roy Blues I went to my first gig in Melbourne the other day and this was, he was supporting I can't remember who was supporting but this dude was sick he's like electronic sits there plays some form of I don't know what like machine with maybe like 50 knobs on it he's playing the knobs Half his luck. <laughs> and then like halfway through, he'll just come through and drop live drums. Um, and he was sick. And I reckon everyone should have a listen to him. So let's play him. What's the track? It's called Bra- Brain Wax. Brain Wax. Roy Blues coming at you.
That's these negative caterpillars talking to you. Don't be funny. There's no point. There's no point being a butterfly. Don't try and be funny. Fucking be funny. Try and write it. If you try and write a joke, though, it's no good. It's pretty hard. It's hard work. I've been back to the comedy lounge recently, and it's like it is just so much in the delivery. We were chatting to one bloke out the afterwards. Aaron, fuck knows what his other name is, but he was like saying that you can't, you know, like. It's all in the delivery of it. And this guy who was had been trying the same material for a little bit, didn't get any laughs, completely bombed. And Aaron goes, watch this. And he did his exact material a couple of sets later, exact material, and everyone was fucking losing it. Just because yeah. he, the way he delivered it engaged the crowd and that sort of thing. Was like, Do, yeah, you would have written a 100%. joke lately. Just read it like deadpan, a joke that you've written. And we'll just try and tell you objectively if it's funny without the delivery. <laughs> I have written things down lately, but they're, they're in, in the phone, they're which here. we're using. So, yeah, okay. like they're in the phone. phone. <laughs> it's in the computer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which side of the phone? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're, in, they're in there and around there. Um, that was a tune. If you haven't looked him up, look him up. Where, where'd you get onto that one from? But, man, I just turned up to a, to a place to watch some music and he was playing and he was into it and I was into him. Fuck yeah. So if he, I, I, he's probably locked. He's been locked down in Melbourne. And where'd you see what? What, around, but what venue? I don't actually remember where it was. The reason, like the, maybe the forum. That's why I'm asking because I was like, I really want to get, like, see a gig at the forum. I think that's the the pinnacle of places to see gigs in Melbourne. Last one I saw was Fat Freddy's, and now it's been like two years. No, no big gig. That was with me, actually, wasn't it? I believe so. What well, did we see DMAs there? Yeah, probably. Quite DMAs, that would have been a treat. Was it good? Yeah, but oh, the problem with DMAs is like, yeah, I saw them at Falls. You know, when you see one sick like gig of someone and then and they just came on and like the, the sound was way too loud and he turned up and everyone was just ringing and it was so sick. It was so good. He's like, turn me down. And everyone's like, fucking loving it. And, and then they just blasted it out and then... Yeah. I think someone died uh, at the next set. So <laughs> like maybe someone next, died of yeah. too much sound. No, because is, remember in the remember Falls Lawn, that like the the chart, like it was the um people were charging. Oh, to the the, front. Yeah. yeah. At the end. People oh, right. got crunched. But, um, crunched. I don't think anyone died, yeah. They? But they got Oh, they didn't bad. die, okay, that's good. They got too hurt. much frothing. Over frothing. That's over frothing. But um yeah, so every other set I've seen of DMAs has just not been as good. Well, we saw one. I think I thought you were there, but I don't know. Maybe you weren't at Falls in Tassie as the sun was setting. Big crew, real loud, and yeah, it's the same thing. It was that. It was peak DMAs. I reckon that is what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. Everyone was having a good time. So good. Oh, now we should Uh, play DMAs. Probably a good lead into. Well, maybe we should after this. What? What? Um, this is a good lead in though. The overfroth to. To everyone's favourite segment, what's got you frothing? What's got you frothing? Yeah, what what about you? Was tell us. You're a frother. What's got me You're frothing? Like I'm king, back. King I'm froth froth beard. King <laughs> king of the froth. Mate, I am back, baby. That's what's got me frothing. I'm back in the surf. I can hold my body weight. I can do twenty push-ups, and I surfed on the weekend. I drove the ski. I got whipped into some waves, and I paddled into a few. And I am fucking. Baby, did you whip so him that's in, Matt? Got me frothing. Yeah, no, I didn't get on the ski. Well, I got—I was behind it though. Ah, oh. it was—it uh, was sick. Nice. 
was did a big cutback. I saw it. I can <laughs> confirm he was he was out there. He was. The funny thing was though is we went out and was got on the ski and he he was fucking on it for like fifteen minutes. And I was out there started by surfing and and then he started driving the ski about like. Three hours later, I'm freezing cold, like so tired. It's like, what's happened? I'm like, mate, I've been surfing for ages. You've been like getting towed behind the ski and driving the ski and like been out of the water. It's been a good bloke sharing the love, you know? Gave me a wedding with a hole in it. He's like, mate, why are you cold? You're from Tassie. I'm like, yeah, fuck it. It's because it's cold. (laughs) I was toasty. It was real sunny. We got a little sunburnt. (laughs) It was good. But the day got away from us because we got there relatively early and then by the time we pulled the ski out it was like 2.30 or something yeah well when like you're frothing five, five it's hard hours, work five hours in the water didn't feel long could have kept going five <laughs> hours of shivering no it was fucking that was good that's like I've got so many things to be frothing about had two weeks with Watkins yep. staying at his house living the dream in Sydney yeah sick. sleep sleepovers then we had like Dave with the Bitterman back together Jesus that was almost too much froth over froth. And then over froth came here, saw my girlfriend I haven't seen for two oh, yeah. six months. T- tell us, d- tell us, if I'll just stop the recording. <laughs> tell us how that went down. You've been saving it up like, you know, 40 and days, 40 And we're back. No. <laughs> Cut that out. That was a, that was a 15 minute break. Um, no, that was sick. And then went up the coast to Exmouth. I don't know if anyone's ever been up. The West, West is best. Got half of Woz's camping gear. Or all of Wells. I literally got to. I, this is. I'll try and tell this quickly. Don't I left on a business tell trip. Tell it slowly. I went, left on a business trip to Canberra. Melbourne got locked down. I've got my suit and like a two, three pairs of undies, <laughs> and like and and everything unnecessary. Then I end up at, at Watkins's house trying to surf, borrowing all his shit. And then I come over here and I want to go up the coast camping, and I've got nothing. Borrow my brother's car, and it's like I'm about to drive 3,000 kilometers in his car. Thanks very much for coming. And then I come around to Wads. He's like, What do you need? I'm like, Everything. He's like, What about this? I'm like, Yep. What about this? He's like, Yep. We raided his shed, his fucking, like, all of his bedroom into his, like, I didn't, he's got a three, like, three bedroom place here, and it's full of camping shit. And I got all of it. He took it away. Little specials. Yeah. And then I, I think I left. I, I was making this joke. I left. With more prepared, more prepared than I would if I was left my own house. It's like this is good. Yeah. Mint, holy wetsuits, the whole lot. So that's my froth. It's been sick. What was the peak oh, froth yeah. on the Xmouth trip? Oh, Red Bluff was, Red Bluff was sick. Yeah, I got a couple of days there, and maybe like eight foot swell, six to eight foot swell came <laughs> through, which I didn't get involved in, but I went and watched, which is good. And there was a few. There's a couple of hellmen out there. Yeah. Mate, the hellmen out there. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's like there's like 50 people in the water and then there's just one hellman sitting well out back just waiting for the big set. And yeah, then man. And like, I'm just learning to surf and he's like, the big set's coming through. He can see it. And I'm thinking he's going to like go past it. No, nah, but then he, he paddles at it, turns around, drops in and just gets walloped. <laughs> like totally. It's so funny. There's sharks everywhere. Yeah. Like it. How good's the spot, the viewing at Bluff? Like, if anyone's going there, even if you don't surf, like, just sit on that cliff as the sun goes down, watch the charges, or the Kook Keyhole. Kook Keyhole, yeah. The low tide, you got to, like, it's a real, really hard to get out of that, and everyone's getting scratched up. Did you, you surf there? Yeah, Watkins. Yeah, I went. Uh, my feet 
have never been the same since. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's like you can't help it. There's no even rhyme when, or reason. Uh, you even, nail it. Yeah, even when you nail the get in and get out, it's like I nailed that. And then you look down at your feet, and there's just blood everywhere. It's like when did that happen? <laughs> when did that happen? <laughs> I, I like when you're watching someone and, and like they've struggled for 10 minutes to get up and they finally get to the point of safety and they kind of just give, they look up at you and just give you a little... Yeah. Did it. Yeah. Got, got it. it. Got it. Yeah. yeah. Nothing to see here, mate. But yeah. Thanks. Yep. <laughs> we, we sat there and watched it a little bit. I was like, this would be fucking good. Pretty big swell. Same thing. Dead low tide. So the cliff's right out the water. It's undercut when it's low like that. Like, ridiculous. Yeah. And this guy was sitting there on this epic board, like seven foot, just a beautiful pattern on it, spray painted. And he he was watching it and he'd paddle up to it and paddle away. And he kept just like not, not getting the nerve to do it. And a couple of people paddled in and like just nailed it straight in front of him and got up. And he finally gets the balls and he climbs up, leaves his board behind him, climbs up the cliff, hanger style, gets on top and he's grabbing it by the leash, trying to pull it towards him. And then it, this wave comes and it's like this race. It all happened in slow-mo in my mind. And the wave just picks his board up and then folded it around the undercover, undercut bit of the rock. Clean enough. Pop, pop. Beautiful wow. twin fin. Like it was a really nice, oh. looked like a new, newish board, beautiful but he fucked that we up. We had to leave. He had that coming. We were like, oh, this is such bad karma. Oh, I felt bad because <laughs> we'd, we'd surfed and we were sitting there drinking beers right in front of the keyhole just watching guys fuck it up. And his poor <laughs> his French dude, he, he fucked it right up. Lost oh, lost a beautiful such board. Such bad karma. Uh, but good old spot, hey? Like, I didn't think you guys were going to go there. It's, be- it's, be- then- it's beautiful. It's, it's We were kind of a bit... We took a knife to a gunfight in terms of the road, though. Like, it was... <laughs> We like we had a, um, an outback, and all of these guys like the, the only car anyone's got up there is like a Toyota Hilux, Land Cruiser, Prado. They've all got their air compressors, lighting their tires down, and I'm there in my outback with like pumped up tires that are getting hot, and the roads real bumpy, like really bumpy, and it's like I don't know thirty kilometers, forty five minutes, which. I'm not, I'm not sure I should be coming here And these guys are creaming past me In their Hiluxes yeah. It gets pretty gnarly They're when it's wet too thing. Doesn't it? Like that, that real sandy section If it's rainy I don't know It would yeah, be we, much fun We came just after the rain But you could see that everyone Like there's big pull outs But it's a beautiful spot I mean it's it's unbelievable Did you like, spend the night there? Pretty Two nights Nice. Yeah, we've we got two nights in a in a swag. We can just have your own campsite right on the water. Stars on the first night. Were stars. Epic. I love that stars. Like, I remember getting that a bit in Tassie. Like when you get right out and the stars Away are just from the lights. you don't even realise there's, there's that many of them. And like they basically light the whole night. How sky many up. are there? There's like more than a hundred. There'd be a couple hundred stars, yeah, I reckon, just when you look up and stuff like that. Oh man, it looked like a couple of thousand. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. You know that moment? Oh my God, look at this stuff. You know. There's thousands. Have you seen this one? <laughs> just just balling. Wow. This is the best. Pl- oh man, I love you. <laughs> no, it's a good old joint. So you had a successful trip then? Yeah. Catch any fish? No, no fish. We, we actually, another funny story. We we were down at the um, pier trying to catch some fish. And like, the, you know, is that there was that real awkward time when you get somewhere and the local person's fishing and you don't know what you're doing and like you kind of realize that they're looking at you you're looking at them what are they using what are you using and i don't know what i'm using i'm just like 
was hook me up with one, one, three lures or something. That's all he you said, need. use That's this one need. always. Yeah. <laughs> And I was like, okay, I'll just use this one always. And we were just, <laughs> we bought a $50 rod and we we're throwing it in. Anyway, we started talking, you know, what are you catching? And they start reeling off fish names. You're like, fuck it, man. I actually don't know why I asked that. I don't know <laughs> what any fish are called. <laughs> no point whatsoever. No point. Oh, yeah, yeah, us too. Yeah, we're fucking going for a few of them. Oh, yeah, I'm after, what fish are you after? Yeah, I'm after them too, mate. Yeah, good. Yeah, oh, t- turn of the tide. Yeah, probably the probably tide. just the tide. Yeah, running out. No good. And uh, anyway, this guy got us frothing on the idea of getting a hook and like doing a little bit of bait fish. He's like, oh, you got a bait fish around here. And Riss, my partner's like, yeah, we've got a bait fish around here. And then we're like, oh, yeah, we've got a bait fish. And then you're telling the next guy that turns up, nah, mate, don't bother with the lures. You've got a bait <laughs> fish around here. Just passing on the so, knowledge. So we, we, we decided, oh, fuck, we've got a bait fish. And we went to the local like tackle shop and we're like, mate, and I think he saw us. He must see all these people come in like us. Oh, good day, mate. Yeah, don't really know what I'm doing. And, and he <laughs> just looked at us that, and he, he went behind the counter. And he's like, I've got something for you, Matt, because he learned my name. <laughs> got something quick. for you, Matt. And I'm like, good oh, sales. great. Great sales. Very good sales. <laughs> his name was his name was Steve. He told me his name too. And I like he's like, Yeah, this is it. This is your this is your cheat sheet, Matt. I'm like, and like he was doing this weird thing between Riss and I. Like trying to like play us off against each other, who could do better knots and shit. <laughs> and he took us around the whole shop and taught us how to fish. He's like, "Now, where are you going to go?" I'm like, uh, "We're thinking about fishing at the jetty." He's like, "I knew you'd say that." Like, <laughs> okay. Nine out of ten people say the jetty, <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, oh, "Yeah, okay," because that's like where I fished my whole fucking life. <laughs> yeah. Don't go to the jetty. I'll give you one if you take one thing out of here today, Matt. I'm like, okay. Don't go to the jetty. And then he pulls out the map. He starts showing us around. I'm like, it's like, here's where the big fish are. And I'm like, yeah, I've got a $50 rod. I'll probably avoid the big fish. But if you fish here, you know, they're not big, but they're still pretty good. I'm like, okay, yeah, we'll fish there. And he, anyway, he gets us through the whole thing. And he's, he's like, do you know how to do a knot? I'm like, oh, we YouTubed a knot. Like, it works pretty well. He goes, I'm going to show you another knot. I'm like, okay, we'll have another knot. He's like, you know what this knot's called? It's like, he's like, Scott's or Steve's not for um, dipshits or something like that. I'm like, okay. Was this before or after you just shelled out a bunch of coin to Steve? No, this is like, he's got me hook, line and shit. I'm oh, fucked. I'm like, Great I'm pun. so fucked. I'm like, oh God, here I am, Steve. I'm buying, like, then I'm buying torches. I'm buying, like, big hooks. He's like, this is what I'll normally do, but you can do whatever you want. I'm like, okay, Steve, I'll do that too. Steve's just fishing pineapples yeah. straight out of your wallet. <laughs> anyway, like, after that, we, he's like, you've got to go here. We, he's like, and so we drove down the road, but Exmouth had got like 200 mils of rain like three days before. And then we went to throw out, throw out like our hook in and it was just muddy water. And I'm like, Steve, this is shit. We were way better off at the jetty. Did you give Steve feedback? Did you go back? No, we didn't go. I was had enough of Steve. He was very. Actually, there was one Passionate. other good line he gave me. He's like, Matt, what do you do for work? And I'm like, oh, you're right, right, right. He's like, well, I do this, and that's why I'm good at it. <laughs> Burn. Like, Pay attention. Sorry, Pay attention, Steve. Matthew. Is it Matthew? Can I call you Matthew? Yeah, yeah, that was... <laughs> anyway, you, fishing is good, but yeah, you don't catch much. But it's about the process. Like, imagine if, you know, all these people that want to get away and go fishing, it's about in like experiencing a place. Because you could roll down to the jetty and look at it and go, oh, there's a jetty. Yep, the water's actually pretty sick. Right, next spot. But like, you stop there and you appreciate it and you and you, you spend some time and you might see a bloody turtle go past or something. Yeah. Like, it, it gives you that memory of a place, I think. Like, to you, you get into it. 
I don't do it. Yeah, I don't. But the challenge when you go to new places to fish is you got to oh, like, like, it's almost impossible. Yeah, but but good. Um, no, like I'd imagine if it was easy, all these people would be like, I'm going fishing, honey. And they're like, boom, bag out in 10 minutes. It's like, you're not collecting. You're not, you know, it's you, you're not catching. You're fishing. It's Unless you go down and get the um, the flatheads, then you're just collecting. That got me uh, frothing. I didn't that, even froth. You know I'll froth what, next though, time. Reckon, that, that whole chat, I want to go on a trip. I'm desperate for it. That got me really excited. Yeah. You fucking hate fishing. What are you kidding? I don't want to fish. I just want to have that interaction. I want to see you fuck fishing. Like, I'll, But I'll drink beer and watch people fish. I don't have the patience for fishing. Yeah, which is basically fishing. Yeah. I <laughs> know. Yeah. I don't mind the idea. So you actually may love it. Yeah. No, we've got the tune coming up here. And I reckon we're going to do... This, which is, this is an ex, your ex-pro surfer. How about you bring this one in? Oh, no. yeah. So I still haven't figured, you don't want to play. We're no, playing. play it. Your, your Matty Wilkinson. He's, he's, he's a, you know, he was always a loose cannon of the surf tour. He's known for drawing G-strings and stupid things on a white wetsuit and surfing in France. And But I, um, I still haven't figured out if this is actually a joke or not, or whether he's like punking us. But but he's come out and said that he wants to have a crack at a um, at a country music career, and he's always been into the country music, and he dresses up with a you know like leather tie sort of thing going on and cowboy hats and stuff, and so I don't doubt his passion for it, but it's definitely I'm not sure if it's a punk or not, and I don't mind the song; it's very country. Yeah, it's worth it's, listening what's to. His name? As soon as Uncle, I heard this, his Uncle Willie. As soon as big I heard fucking this, horse. I thought was probably actually legitimately likes this song. And I think I'm right because it sounds like some of the songs that you listened to since you became a cowboy. Uh, he's definitely punking us, a hundred percent. But that being said, it's got to be punking let's us. Let's put it, it on. There's no second one. They just had a photo shoot. Anyway, have a listen. Tell me what you think, Uncle Willie. anyone like it feels like COVID just fucks with you directly like it really feels like it just fucks with me personally but then it seems to do that to a lot of people 
It's like as soon as you plan something, yeah. as soon as I plan anything, it starts to go to shit almost immediately. But you got to not get excited about exactly. The you got to not talk about end, things. Yeah, since they don't happen, Murphy's law. But when you like the planning is like the looking forward to. That's that's half of a holiday, especially when you have holidays at work, right? It extends it. You know, you get yeah. like you get like months before that. The utility oh, from the holiday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you get to do it, and then. It really fades off quickly. So it's it's mainly the before. It's mainly part. the yeah. before. But then and you can ha- do a podcast and talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Now it's just fear that it won't fucking happen. Like we've got this thing in two weeks, and it's like, oh yeah. fuck, here it is. Knew it's knew it was going to happen. Then the frothing of anything. it has been what's been yeah. getting me like out running and trying to keep the fitness up. But if it's not going to happen, then fuck it. I'm going to Macca's, and. Uh, <laughs> Going straight to the pie shop. It's yes. not even fucking worth oh, You've it. been looking good. You've been looking real good. You're looking trim. Keep it up. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, mate. Thanks for that. <laughs> but anyway, no worries, we'll mate. see what happens. We'll see what happens. I well, my only advice is if you leave the house, make sure you've packed for all everything to happen. You yeah. reckon? Yeah, just but anything. But you, you seem to fall on your feet. I, I reckon the key is just to have good mates in different states. Yeah, yeah. or just don't take anything. Yeah, yeah, freestyle. Just, just have mates you sorted. around the place. That and, and look, don't be there a shit go. cunt either. Like if if you were someone else, Matt, and you rang me up, oh, I'm stuck in Canberra. Can I come and stay at your house two weeks? No, you can't. No. <laughs> uh, nah, look, we're we're real busy actually. Yeah. Oh yeah, fair bit on, yeah. fair bit we're on. Quite COVID, COVID conscious. Spare yeah. room. We like to keep. It I spare. like looking at the bed. Yeah, just it's called a spare room. Spare we bed. like to keep it spare. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not your fucking room, yeah, mate. It's not no, my sheets are dirty. Sorry, mate. <laughs> <laughs> sheets are dirty. If we wanted any old fuckhead in here, we'd just do Airbnb. Yeah, I think my mum might be coming up. <laughs> Mum's coming That's up. That's a good excuse. Yeah. yeah. I asked Mel. She said you can't stay. That would be a good. Oh, yeah, good. <laughs> That's rough. That's last. You know what, That's though? last resort, I reckon. Well, you remember when that happened to you and me? I don't know if we should name names, but we wanted to stay at my mate's house, and he pulled the wife card, said you can't stay. Was that me and you was? We weren't allowed to Is go Is this to, in Tasmania? Yeah, we weren't North allowed Coast? to go to Bernie. That was Brad and I. Yes. I wasn't allowed. <laughs> we and we fucking Ouch. had to beg to sleep in the garage and we got a garage nap. There was fucking got a garage. rooms. It not said room. no on the spare garage. Rooms. Sorry, boys. I got no on the garage, so we fucked off and it was freezing in May. Yeah, we won't name names, but Whitey knows who he is. Yeah, Aaron White knows exactly who he is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you have to remind someone of that. <laughs> that was that was rare. I don't, yeah, anyway. no, I think, I think hey, if, was was that your froth? I mean, there's limits to how long someone can stay at your house, right? Like, if it starts going into months and months, the questions have got to be asked. What's going on? But you know, a few weeks here and there, even a month, whatever, it's all good. But if if your significant other is writing it off immediately, you got to have a look at yourself and what's going on in your life. Do you look at you, as in your missus, or look at the if you're the stayee. Well, I think the, I think the person coming to the room. Well, let's look at your example where you weren't allowed to stay in Bernie. So we're here saying that Whitey is a shit bloke, but maybe you have to have a look or at yourself as a guest. I was in tow. I had company, so it couldn't all be blamed on me. Plus, I'd never even met Whitey's missus. But and your it, reputation might have preceded Whitey. you. Yeah, maybe it's just a story. You just don't tell them shit yarns. You've got to balance them out with <laughs> yeah. like some good good quality yeah, so, yarns. So it was, uh, he trashed the joint, oh, no. but then he washed the dishes after dinner. 
<laughs> can cook, you know, he that sort a, of thing. Yeah, so was, was a dickhead. In. He was rude to my sister. But then he cooked us all a nice meal. Uh, very respectful. <laughs> yeah, balanced. you got to be careful. I used to do that, actually. Um, I used to blame certain things, actions of my own, potentially, that I'd get in trouble on certain individuals. And then couldn't be at high school and... <laughs> Couldn't, people couldn't figure it out why they had a shit reputation with particularly with my mother. Um, I, can, I can tell you who's figured it out. Whitey's wife. <laughs> yeah. She figured it out. It was like, I'm not going to let this guy in. I figured this shit out ages ago. <laughs> One classic. I got done in um, New Zealand for... Uh, I ended up telling the oldies, but when I, I um, got hold uh, in, all over the coals in Christchurch Airport trying to meet the boys down in... Um, Queenstown, and they, everything came up. They swabbed the mine, came up positive for THC, just flashing red at the airport. I was like, fuck. And uh, I, I think I blamed it on Grimes in the end. Oh, yeah, yeah, we're down. Yeah, Grimes was using my camera. And uh, yeah, no, something like that. You so blamed, it, you blamed that on us because you'd been in Tassie that year and you said, yeah, we went camping and someone, someone else had weed. It's like well, maybe, Someone. but yeah. oh, we're not the oh, one mate. with fucking dreadlocks. Oh, they probably didn't swab up. They took one <laughs> look at you and it's like this guy's got drugs up his a hole for sure. Did they peer into <laughs> Uranus like uh, Michael Jackson does? No, they didn't. Boys? I was one one positive test away because they were like, "Oh, can we swab this? Can we swab that?" I'm like, "Well, fucking, I don't know." They went through every every package, like all my ski jackets, feeling the lining of them. Went I through don't every... get why they ask. They, isn't what, isn't said, it their job just to do? Not well, oh, excuse me. Like you're coming in here with with cocaine. Is it is it okay if I swab you? I oh, know, no. I'd, I'd prefer if you did it. Okay, no <laughs> I'd problem. rather we didn't. Just do that. ask. <laughs> no, well, I, I was in the room. I had everything taken out of the bag and the whole lot. But they, they, they their opening line to me was like, "Listen, you're obviously heading down to the ski fields. There's a lot of drugs around there, you know. So." Uh, it makes sense. I was like, listen, if there's so many drugs down there, why would I bring drugs? <laughs> it makes no sense. Your logic is shit. Do I look like Chappelle Thanks Corby to you? Up, yeah, fuck. Mm. I think, it, yeah, I don't know if that was pre-Chappelle times or post. No good though. Chappelle fucked it for everyone. Fuck, she definitely yeah. did. Yeah, Chappelle. What a strange universe to live in where Chappelle Corby becomes like some sort of celebrity. But... Good honour. She, she was dancing on the stars or something. And she was on SAS. Yeah, yeah SAS. That's what we want. Oh, if you spend 20 years in a Bali yeah. prison, SAS would be walking the park. It's like, this is nice. This is, <laughs> this is great. You'd think so. It's, um, it, it's a race to the bottom, some of those shows, though, I swear. Like, I was, um, it's the big, big brother was on. I'm like, if we really got to the point have we got there like we're there where we didn't just do it once or like twice we're, we're and we're, like it went away and it came back it's like yeah i know what i'm gonna do tonight i'm gonna watch fucking someone fuck with people like online for ages what are they gonna like and live in there and like have to do challenges and this is gonna be exciting and then someone's gonna win it and then they're gonna cry we've got like so null to to um reality tv that we need to fuck with them now originally i remember the first big brother i was like this is going to be sick we're going to watch people vicariously like this is when cctv footage had you know it was like grainy as fuck and you couldn't tell like if yeah. it was a person or a dog stealing a fucking loaf of bread but you, then we were watching people it was cool and and like listening on conversations but now we've got podcasts 
<laughs> we don't fucking need it So we've got to, It's got to be extreme We know what's in your brain It's to be like Doing right? a podcast And like people Would just turn up And like I don't know Throw a can at you Or something <laughs> Or it's like Alright These guys have got an hour They've got to do a podcast And it's not interesting Enough to listen to them We're going to fuck with them The entire time I come in Just start like Paintball Keep talking watch. Keep talking Keep talking You've got a gun You must defend Must defend And advance like, Say something interesting or I'll shoot you in the head. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? Oh, dear. Um, are, we ta- are we due for another song? How many songs have we had? Uh, we've had three so songs. Quite diverse, actually. We've had Push Off, in case you've been paying attention. Push Off by the Palms, Roy Blues. Oh, what was that song called? Roy Blues, whatever. Um, big fucking that horse. Brain Wax. I, I said that a few times, but obviously Roy needs to work on it because it's not sticking. Brain Wax. Yep. Uh, and then we had Uncle Willie, big fucking horse. Um, I got another tune for us, which is actually, I reckon this will get us up and about. It's a blast from the past. Um, almost doesn't need an introduction, really. Probably better off without one, so I think we just get straight into it. Kick it! i 
Hey, was. Have you invented anything lately? I think we're due for an invention. Was invents. Yes. <laughs> was invents. Was is always inventing. I had a good one lately. Um, I'll be the judge of that. Matt will be I the judge a, of that. All right. Oh, well, this I've got is Shark Tank. If it doesn't go down as well. Yeah. The last if it doesn't go down as well as fucking... Um, I've got 10 bucks and I'm ready to put it in, but only if it's good. I'll give you $10 yeah, for Canal 8%. Was good. And I need... Yeah. Now, the, the, la- the last, the last thing you invented was, was actually a legitimately fantastic invention. And you've had some others. You invented a straw, a type of straw once. I can't even remember what that <laughs> <Just> was. <laughs> but uh, if you can hit us. Oh, I, I was... It's a foldable straw, so it goes in your wallet. It's like a banknote, so you can keep it in the wallet, but then like slap bands, you know, like slap wristbands, oh, that's you right. pull it out, and then it like slaps, it slaps into straw mode, so you can use it as a straw. Yeah, but, then, but what about the problem is we don't need straws? No, you definitely <laughs> don't. How are you going oh, to drink a beverage? And <laughs> you get a <laughs> tasty beverage. Oh, you know when you need a straw? You need a straw for frozen Cokes and like slushies. That's when you need a straw. And Very I was, true. And I was down the... um. Come come through the, the bus port in Perth the other day and there's this kid on the way to school with a fucking litre bucket of slushy, absolutely born. And he had like five or six straws, like one of each colour shoved yeah, in good. this slushy. And I was like, look at this guy, does not give a fuck. That's like that's like 2020, zero fucks given. It's Peak like, delivery system. <laughs> Mum, I've worked it out. Five straws. Five times oh, as just much look at sugar. The cares. Yeah. You can handle sugar Drain in the, the gutter as well with those after he's done. Anyway, fuck it. Shut uh, up about well, your straw maybe. thing. <laughs> straw thing. All right, so this one is an idea I had uh, and then Sportsbet re- reminded me of it because Sportsbet have got this new part of their app. It's like bet with your mates and you where it basically you create syndicates, right? Yeah. But my... I want in, by the way. Sign was, me up. Yeah. Okay, good. It was called Mates Bet. And it's a division of sports bet. So you piggyback one of the other ones. So you've already got your captured market. And the idea is that you spend more time on their app. So therefore you bet more win, 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 Facebook style. But Mates Bet, you can put money in and it's all those bets that don't get settled because no one carries cash. So it's like, I bet you 10 bucks that, you know, head to head, make your own odds. The diesel beat so-and-so. All right. You put your money in, I put my money in. It's automatically verified if it's a sports outcome. But you also have the bets where I bet I can jump over the fucking creek. I bet you 10 bucks I can do that. So we both put our 10 bucks in and then you have a third person as the verifier of did you jump over the river or not. Boom, bets are done and settled. Because these days no one carries cash right. So none of these stupid bets are getting settled. We used to do dollar bets, Andy, all the time. Mm-hmm. It was It was good. Make your own odds. Bet on dumb shit that doesn't exist and have a market. That's what it's about. Mates bet. It's in the app. What do you reckon? I actually like it. Well, good. Yeah, I like it. There's some, but the only thing, I, I don't know what it is, but you know, we need a little, um, like some little statement that says you can't take this off. This is something. Yeah, I reckon sports bet. Don't take this idea. No, it's, just, it's called patents. Yeah, pa- patent pa- this shit. Patent. There you go. That's what it's couldn't a, get it's a big it system. It's been there for ages. Yeah, we haven't done it yet. But, but I reckon this is sick. I think you're thinking, you're thinking too small because you're thinking <clears throat> $10 bet between me and you that Matt checks if you've jumped over. But you upload it with a picture of the picture of you, picture of the creek, and then we start taking... You create a market. We create a market. Matt is still the, the adjudicator. But all of a sudden, there's hundreds of thousands of dollars on this creek jump. Yes. And you, the creator of the bet, 
gets a li- very little clip of what happens. Obviously, sports bet take a clip, but you get a clip of the whole pool of what's going on as well. So it's ten bucks, ten bucks. You take your your one yep. percent. Pe- people get the odds. The odds are live based on how people are betting. Yep. But you'll take a, a yep. bit. Yeah. That's next it's level. A, this is good. People this are gonna, is good. Yeah. Yeah. You need so, to link it to cartons too, though, because everyone wants a bit. Like somehow it's got to come through BWS. Carton credits. Yeah, yes. just carton credits and deliver cartons around the place. Fuck yeah, I you can do beers, single beers, yeah. six packs, full cartons. Give you a burrito. Yeah. I bet you a burrito and like delivers you oh, sombreros. That's good. So you get people to come in. So like all of the Uber Eats guys, all the big chains want to be on it because they're the awards. Yeah. So it's like I'll bet you a burrito for this and that, or a coffee. I'll bet you a coffee. You know. Stupid bets in the office about about whatever. It's like, all right, I'll get you a coffee if that happens. And you put it into the app and it's like people own up and they can't deny it. Or And you forget, oh, I thought I bought you that coffee. But you don't forget because I've now got a coffee credit. It's in the app. Because yeah. I won it in the app. <clears throat> and it's, and like, it's, that is, it's got to be tied better. to law somehow so that if you don't pay up, you're, you're done for. No, well, you put in already. You don't have to you pay put up. In, you, okay. you upload. Because because you're already on the bank, so you've got to put your stake up front. It'd be like a social media betting. Like we could have product placement. Like sombreros could say, "Can you eat a sombreros burrito within 30 seconds?" And yeah. then you put picture yourself. Yeah, I can. And then that's the market. And then we're getting they're getting free advertising as well. So so like boxing matches, eventually people would get to be promoting themselves as a boxing match. So. You and I are boxing. I reckon there'd be a few one-off wood listeners. Nothing that could have go wrong here. They're promoting themselves no, but, a boxing match with like no, but, YouTube boxes. Poor. But we we promote it, and you know, like people who would win? Gloves. Actually, just honestly, between you guys, I, I think Andy's got me. No, well, it depends but, on the weight class. I would I would oh, want us to go. come in at seventy eight kilos. So I think if was fucking hell, I've weighed that since school, mate. Come on. I'm fucking 90, 92 uh, this morning. What did you weigh in high school? What, oh, no, well, what, did, know, you, what did you weigh know. when you were like 20? Like 85? Uh, yeah, 85. Oh, so, so here's some context. Well, I was 86 go. before I did the keto experiment. And then when I was halfway across the Nullarbor, I weighed 77 and I looked gaunt. I was in, I had issues. Let's call it 80 kilos. And then I broke kilo. my shoulder. So. Let's go 80 kilos then. And you can Fuck, dehydrate yourself so for light, it. so light though. Because that way, it's even playing field. And then I think Roz right. would so we're still beat me. And what have I got? What have I got on? And I got a, I got two burritos. <laughs> Who wins? <laughs> Who wins? I got two burritos, and I reckon um, if you're going to eighty, I reckon I got Watkins on reach, and you you'd be a bit you'd be feeling a bit. Woo. I, I think you'd be lightheaded. Was has probably got knockout punch power, but he's also got injuries that I could probably like aim for. Yeah, I'd have to fight dirty. I think wrists having a sore wrist is not good coming into a boxing <laughs> match. Generally, pretty critical. Shoulders too. Also, also cool. yeah, kind of M- MMA these days. I, I back in the day, I would have been built for it. Very good at wrestling in footy. Good tackling, but now you just tweak the shoulder in the wrong way, and I'm done. I'm tapping. Yeah. So MMA is out of the question. Boxing. I just think the reach you get me. Yeah, I, I'm. Bam. I'd still be a bit worried about the power, but when I, I boxed once. It was fucking horrible. Tell us. Like, it was uh, it was uh, footy, a classic. Footy! What are we going to do? It's like, you know, because they're always looking for ideas. Like, oh, we're going to have a dress-up party. No, we're going to have a fucking boxing match. <laughs> this wasn't training. This <laughs> no, nah, this was like a... This was Friday night, like, piss-up. 
<laughs> Even funnier. Like, and Dave Welsh. Yes. Like, he was the, the Welsh brothers fought. Chode cock. It was, so they, it was, as it was, is, I don't know if they pulled you out of the hat or you chose who you're going to box. But anyway, it was like Friday, Friday night. Was just a piss up. We're all going to box. They put a big ring. We had a couple of ring girls come down. I actually think Brody Ollenting was a ring, like doing the ring thing. And uh, and I was versus Cody Dinley, who who no, no one will know, but um, one of my best mates from high school. And he was a nuggety guy, like a bit like you. And I, we both sort of made this gentleman's agreement. Just let's not fuck each other up. No like, one this does. is not going to be a good idea. But we we were later on in the card. And we, before we're going out there, because everyone was, yeah, like it was so, so testos- testosterone was fucking flying out the window. Like it was hot in there, you know, and we were, <laughs> we were in the back, like in the change rooms getting ready. And we had like a couple of shots of um, whiskey before we went on, which at the time was a good idea. In hindsight, that's not helpful. <laughs> and then we got out there and it was like just having a few whacks and then he just got G'd up by people yelling at him and then fucking just threw this big right hook in my face <laughs> and I had blood pissing out everywhere <laughs> and I, I, I'm pretty sure it was like the first round knockout that was it and I was like well this was stupid I was here in the gentleman's agreement I just got whacked fair blown in the face so you I, went down well no nah, I didn't go down as much as I just was so much blood and I didn't know what was going on and I was like this was dumb and then I left but there was some big fights like big fight and it it wasn't a good idea for preventing injuries <laughs> like, it's hard enough getting people on the field no we're just gonna have a boxing match it's gonna be we did it once put it that way once didn't only. do it again what? yeah right it goes down in folklore you know <laughs> I like that testosterone coming out the window we used well, to play gigs at your footy number. club and they were mental like I can imagine yeah. that those nights were fucking crazy What's this footy club? It sounds grouse. Yeah, Tasmanian Uzi- University Footy Club. It's um, it's quite the scene. Like I got there as like a seventeen-year-old, um, and there was got taken under the wing by Daniel Beerman, who's like a just a resident psychopath, and uh, and Charlie Jones, a couple a couple of local lads. And it was just debauchery. Uh, how's how's like the uni your uni footy club's an interesting one because you don't have the old blokes like the stalwarts who like run around at you know 150 kilos and kick six goals because they're 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 not at uni. Yeah, anymore. it was we we're a bunch of misfits really. Like had a few guys coming who played uni, and then we like because the competition got like pretty good, we just started bringing people in from anywhere. So it was like you'd have just a couple of guys from like Glenorchy and out yonder, and we brought everyone down from Kingston. It was like well. Motley crew, and they were like, "Good day, I'm just going off to like then come exams. No one would be there. It was, it was good. It's quite the scene. Imagine a bit like American uh, college, college football and stuff. It's like, yeah, yeah. What classes are you doing? It's like, oh, I'm, I'm football. <laughs> 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 Everyone, a few crew would get jobs out of it. No, it was, it was good. But uh, yeah, they're gone are the days where you can play, uh, have boxing matches uh, through your footy season. I was just looking at your song list here. I think to follow that, the only track that we could go for, I don't know if you got the list in front of you, would be that one. Do you want to yeah, in- intro, it, intro to that it one? It, we, it's one that we don't have to give an intro to because I think our listeners know what it is.
that song was the like when I started to learn guitar in high school that was it the only song that all the other guitar players knew so I learned that but I never became a Metallica fan probably not until more recently but that's the song that's the one that you learn in high school yeah, I remember that at the Wheelers Hill Hotel like um, it would come on and like not a Metallica fan but oh shit sorry I'm in drop D but... <laughs> yeah. not, a, not a Metallica fan Sounded but you'd, you'd get on it and like froth to it and then a, my little um, a nephew who's like 12 years old He's like, oh, do you know this song? And he plays me Metallica like over the phone the other day. I'm like, yeah, pretty familiar with Metallica. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. I've never heard that before. Oh, Uncle Oz is into Metallica too. Sick. And he was, he was, I can't remember what the other tune he ripped out was, but it was like a classic. And I was like, gave him a little little music education. I think it's cool like when you get to 12 and you they get start to get like, you're not just given pop music or what's on the radio or what mum plays, you know, have your own little kind of attitude and like this is what I'm into that must be the way for someone who learns guitar though because you can't learn or can you what can you know better than me that some of that pop stuff is almost impossible to learn on like guitar there's nothing there you got to go back to the oh like and it wouldn't be much fun like if you learn pop songs you're learning G, C, D just chords like and they're all the same really that's every song I've ever written but if you learn like Metallica you're learning all this cool stuff and like these power chords that are easy to play it just makes sense. Straight into Edge here and just singing love songs as a 12-year-old. <laughs> oh, this kid's doing it, I'm sure. But you learn like uh, Metallica and like things like oh, Nirvana. Like that's what you learn when you're learning guitar. You learn Nirvana. Fucking oath. Fucking oath. The proper days of music. Um, I've got a question probably for you, Gil. It's, it's real simple. Um, are outdoor heaters a waste of energy? Who the fuck is trying to heat the outdoors? It's been cold in Perth this week, but everyone's got outdoor heaters on. What the fuck do we think is going on? Like, we're going on about an energy crisis. You know, we're fucking we're black balloons. We're, we're, you know, we might have figured out renewable energy. Is that what's going to happen? When we nail it, we nail nuclear fusion, when we get free energy, are we just going to be like, fuck it, heaters everywhere. Tassie's going to be sick. Everyone gets a heater. We'll heat the pavement. Every fucking street light's going to be one of those heaters so you can walk down the street. Do you reckon it's rolling us back to a fire, though? Like, I love a campfire. Yeah, which is very carbon intensive and good and stare into. <laughs> it comes from the bottom and it brings people to, together. Very carbon intensive. What the fuck are we heating the outside? Go inside or put a fucking jacket on. Well, but, what so Mate, I'm actually... That wasn't much of a question and more of a yeah, rant. I was going to say, I'm not sure what you want me to say here, but I'm an outdoor heater. I'm, I'm, I'm into them, for sure. Because... Fuck, just that little take the chill off. I like being outside and having a froth. And then that sometimes, and particularly in Melbourne, it's fucking freezing. And then you put in the little gas heater on and fine, I can sit there, turn it off and I got to go inside. So Not a waste of energy. No, let me... Gas ones, not a waste of energy. Electric. So let, let's say gas heater or, or fire. If it's there, if it's not there, you're not there. You're going inside, you're going to bed. If it's there, you can sit around, you can absorb that heat... You can have your drink yep. and you can generate good times. So that heat is going into your body and generating a good time. So yeah. it's not a waste of energy. It's actually one of the best we're, uses of energy possible. We're just the same as fucking moths then, aren't we? Because if there's no light, there's no moths. If there's no fire, there's no humans. Like We're no better than the moths. We're just flocking oh, to no them. No one here was saying we were better than moths. Like, 
Yeah, I, I, I actually, <laughs> I think I'm a caterpillar. <laughs> You're a negative caterpillar. You always be a caterpillar. I'm a negative caterpillar. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you you cannot give shit to the heater, outdoor heater. The electric outdoor heater. Well, you electric. It's got a place. Where, I don't see many electric ones. The cafe outside my work, electric outdoor heaters. No, no cunts in the out there. Well, we're in no a heater. Out there, we're, the, makes no sense. No, there, there is one. I give. I've got one example. We went to have a beer with um, Watkins in Sydney, and they had an outdoor heater, but it was slightly too high, so it was. Re- we weren't getting anything from it. It was like. No, 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 we'll just put it there. You're like, yeah, great. But yep. like, that's slightly too high for any of us to feel it. Yep. So you are literally, literally just heading straight into like the atmosphere. Warming. But there might be a bird yeah, up there. It's like, oh, that's it. Yeah. Warm spot, warm spot. Birds are going to start buying pints over the... Oh, yeah, mum. Yeah. This is pretty hot around there in the, the, whatever pub we're at. Yeah, it's actually good. Go buy a pint. Yeah, it's sick. We're attracting lizards. All right. So maybe my anger was misguided, but I just thought... Well, I think like if you've got if you've got a out. heater out the front of your pub, you want it to be off, and you want people to be able to turn it on. You don't want to just have it running. I think the coffee store, maybe though, I might give you that. Like, I could give or take sitting outside for a coffee. It's like a little bit unnecessary, but at the at the pub, for sure. People don't dress appropriately either. Like, I'm always like that no. night you're talking about. I didn't have enough clothes on to really. You know, it was a problem that the heater was too high. It's like fucking cold because I'm inappropriately dressed for winter. Because I didn't dress appropriately because all my clothes were in Melbourne. <laughs> you, you, Matt wore yeah. a suit for two weeks straight. We're like going for a surf. Like, yeah. Why are you wearing a business suit? I brought, I wore my one t shirt and a pair of shorts. <laughs> and then we, I gave him a wildly inappropriate wetsuit, a, a seven, eight year old, four, three. And then he goes to WA and you give him a wildly inappropriate wetsuit. So too hot in Sydney, too cold no, in hang WA. Hang on, hang on. The truth of that story is I gave him two wetsuits. Yeah, there is a bit more to it. There's a bit more to it. There were two wetsuits. And uh, I left in the morning and got the, brought the wrong one. There's a, actually a good short Patagonia two mil, Ooh. which what didn't have a hole in it. And then I picked up the Ocean Earth, ripped it Red Bluff. Had assholes. Had, had assholes. Had war, war wounds. War wounds on the quads from landing yeah. on your ass. Do you on know, that, on that my three two. I just bought a new wetsuit. There's a froth for you, and it's sick. But mine, I realised there's a hole in the ass, and I I know exactly when it happened. It was my very last wave at Red Bluff. I bounced like tailbone first off the reef under the water, and there was there was no neoprene left in the asshole, and that just takes on water. But uh, anyway. Yeah, they don't work. Turns out, turns out you need you need some some wetty glue. Like there's got to be patch up systems like for your your old school lilo back in the day. Yeah, there you definitely need that is. Sort of shit, I reckon. I just got a new rip yeah. curl. Is that a thing? Because I need some. I I've just I bought a pair of booties. booties. Went down surf them. You'd like them, Watkins. Good for your feet. Uh, went down oh, surf them like straight like first surf. They were fresh. They were literally straight off the bloody rack. Got cleaned up on like um, I wasn't gonna say a wipeout set to make myself feel good. <laughs> big set, big set came through. No, it was it was a horrendous session, but we were just we drove all the way to Torquay, so we we're gonna surf it and cut my foot booty on the um the fin. See you later. <laughs> oh no, bang! Yeah. You would have chopped your feet yeah. up though. I, I actually, what do you think about this? I reckon there's like money you have, which is just not yours. It's like you've earned it, and it's just not yours. I got a new approach to this, like. 
there's just a pot of money which you kind of see in your bank account. You're like, yeah, good. But you should always think there's, I don't know, however many hundred dollars that's just not yours because shit goes fucking wrong and it's better just to realize that it's always going to go wrong and it just goes out the door and it's just, you never had it. You don't know where it's going to go, to, to what cause, but it's going out to somewhere. You've got to replace the fucking jacket that you left at the pub or yeah, you know, your, your dinghy car or something. So I happen. keep saying to risk, yeah, but that, we didn't even have that money, so it's fine. It's yeah. out of the tax. That's the, the active tax. Life tax. Yeah. yeah, and you can take that approach to all of life. There's, if you Google like uh, determinist universe, there's a lot of scientists out there that think that everything's determined so you don't actually have any free will. So that money that you spent, you're always going to spend in this version of reality. So don't feel bad. Go and buy another set of uh, booties. But booties are a fucking... Booties are a problem because... You, you want to wear booties because you get cold feet in the in the ocean. As soon as you put them on, you can't surf anymore. Uh, if you keep them for years, they stink and there's nothing you can do about it, like literally nothing. That, that'll be the they worst smelling thing you own and you can't do anything. The only thing yeah. that smells worse than booties is wetsuit gloves, which is bizarre. Ooh, your ski boots, that that's up there. That's got to be... Uh, that would have been back in the, in the day, my ski boots were fucking toxic, but they're not as bad these days. Feet. I don't know what's what that young ski kid. boots smell. You walk into the hot ski room. Oh, so everything. Oh, morning. I love that smell. <laughs> Lovely. I love that smell. Walk into the drying room and it stinks like ass and like oh, Gore Tex. That weird, humid. Oh, yeah. I slept. And those drying rooms that are so hot and you're like, fuck me. I've like put all my. I know it's going to be cold today. I've got my thermals on. I put my pants on. I got. I'm like ready to go. And I'm then just trying to do my boots up. <laughs> Fucking sweating bullets, smelling ass. You're like, yeah, good. Love this. <laughs> Love this. Can't wait to get back to this at the end of a day. <laughs> Being fresh. Yeah, too good. Too good. Um, have you got a hypothetical or are we thrown to a new tune? All right, here's a hypothetical. And if you don't like it, we'll just cut this bit out and, um, and go straight to the tune. But... If you I love could, it already. If you could do your own genocide, but not on a race or religion of people, but um, like on a type of person, who would you genocide? So like we're talking a certain personality type, certain things that some that a group do. So we're not doing oh, it right. to a yep. group. But, Sorry. <laughs> but it's just someone that doesn't need to. I was taken to, aback by that. Yeah. So we're genociding like not, not based on race or religion, but on any other factor. That that can span race like slow walkers, hundred percent slow walkers genocided done. S- slow walkers, oh dear, oh fuck, it's a heavy bad question. drivers. Oh, uh, bad drivers. Nah, is pretty close. I disagree yeah. with that because oh, you'd be you're looking for a new missus. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hundred <laughs> percent. You'd be single man again. I I just no, you're right. I would and this would wipe out. I think. 80% of the population and it would be for the better but <laughs> ready for it like so people that don't walk up Go. escalators people who get oh, on an yeah. escalator the- and stop walking fuck them yeah that's a lot of people because I, I used to in London they're not, like they're fucking huge like these things are going up like five stories because for a bit of fitness you just walk up them yeah, yeah Parliament, like Parliament Station like, in I, Melbourne. Like I would walk up every yeah, morning big. because you get that little bit of exercise. You walk, and I, I appreciate. You know what? The people that just stand on the left, so you can walk up the right. That's good etiquette. Maybe we keep oh, them alive. But the people that stand on the right, them. they're definitely genocided. 
No, in London, if you don't stand on the left, you're fucked. <laughs> you're, you're dead anyway. So it's like, it's actually, da- it's kind of funny just as a little, oh, I'm just going to stand here and see what happens. Yeah. Someone to just barge and they don't give a shit. Like, they don't know. They're never going to see you again in their life and they'll take you out. Yeah, I you reckon, could bet on it. I reckon we could. I'll have. I'll have um, <laughs> How long can I stand on, on the uh, right hand side Fred of the Fred getting fucked up if he stands on the right. Yeah, take a video. That'd be good because you'd be able to tell. Yep, Fred's fucked. <laughs> <laughs> video. It's AI verified, so you don't need the third person. <laughs> we have security on elevator five. Confirm that Fred's fucked. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the right siders, the right siders definitely. I don't necessarily agree with it. Sometimes you need a little, you know, a little lift. Do you want me to walk? just tell you something that you won't like though? <laughs> sure. So it's actually less efficient to um, have only people on one side. You'd be better off to getting more people to the top if you both just doesn't. Got that on would there be fully dependent on how many walkers there are. I think if if you've got a constant stream no, with of no, walkers, with no, like no one walk should walk theoretically. Just two by two, like getting on the arc. That can't be right. If everyone on the right hand well, side walks, it's got to be more efficient. No, but I think you have the you've got um, you've got Fred. more space needed. Oh, with the walkers, because you can't stand a person on every step. What the if when you put your left foot up? Them. When your left foot's up, yeah, but up, no one walks like that. No, well, that's but this is how behavior. people will. If you're walking behind someone, yeah, no, if you're fucking walking through the city to like taking, you know, overlapping someone's left foot with your right foot, yeah, and like they, that's fucking <laughs> crazy. Right then up, by the time you start getting, getting, by the time it's full, you're getting someone off every single yeah, step. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. I see now. This is similar to, right. to traffic. So the reason traffic is shit because when the first person takes off, there's a, there's a slight time difference for the next person takes off. And by the time you go back 100 cars, that's minutes. But if everything was AI and every car moved at exactly the same time, so even if you're 50 cars back, the light goes green and everyone moves at the same time, you wouldn't have congestion like we have. Um, you'd still have some congestion, but most of it would be, be sorted. But we just have that yeah, I always, effect. I always get worried because I like when you're at the lights and – I don't get worried. I'm not fucking. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's okay no, to I'm be actually, vulnerable. No, really? be vulnerable. Guys, can I say actually quite it's therapeutic? Okay to be vulnerable, mate. This is quite therapeutic because I've been wanting to talk about some of this for ages. <laughs> no, when I'm, I'm at the lights and you just know you're like, fuck, I'm going to move forward here. I'm going to move forward. I'm gonna let, and you don't want to let your foot off the brake because you know you're not ready to go yet. But you're like, there's enough space. And I, if I could get it perfectly, I'll start moving and then we'll go. But then you let forward and you go forward a bit and you're like, fuck. And then you see behind them, they go forward a bit then they go forward. You're like, I've just started the chain. The chain. And I always think, I don't, I don't want to start the chain. And then the person in front of you starts the chain, like, I'm not going to react. No, get, and then you forward. react. It's impossible That's the same to. as um, if you like, see the person in front of you tap their brakes and you tap their brakes, that chain reaction can cause people to almost come to a stop miles back. Like, the concertina effect. Yeah. yeah. Concertina. Also, a, a funny one if you're into it, is to start a paddle out in the surf, particularly at like Big Margs or something. And it's like when you go up to when the I'm top of When I'm down there, the, when we're when down big, smart, big Margs, I'll just start this paddle out. Like the, Mate, the wave comes and you like, you're on top of it. Everyone's watching you if you're the furthest out and you like get you and your mate G'd up. And as you get to the top of the wave, just start sprint paddling. Yep. And then like stop as soon as you've gone past and sit up and just watch. And everyone that comes over that wave behind you is sprint paddling to the horizon thinking there's a big set coming. That's I do fucking that all the time. Good way, sometimes to, good way you, to make friends. Sometimes you trust your instincts in the surf. You just have this feeling that there is a big one. And you just yeah. I often will just point and start heading. And 
three out of four times there's no wave there, but you know, every well, nine out of ten. But every now and then you actually pump out and you get one. But it's funny watching the other people react around you. They're like, oh, and they all start oh, paddling. But every, if someone's sprint paddling, I don't give a fuck if I'm getting done. I'm sprint paddling too. Like this yeah. is I'm like, put my hand up. If you sprint paddle, I'm with you. I'll go yeah. straight in. No, no questions asked. I'm not even going to look. I'm just going to head down, just go for it. No, that's all right. It's a good way not to make friends in marks. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely all right. well worthwhile. Matt, I'm picking the song for you. Talk to me about stick figure. How do we find them? Who are they? Oh man, these this is this is a band. Stick figure. This is we can thank Dave for this one. It's a friend of the podcast. Band. He introduced us. He introduced to us like maybe about. It's going to be a few years ago now because we've been the bitter men for a while, and they became our like number one road trip. And they are like I saw them live in London actually, just the last gig that. Whatever his name, Roy Blues was the first gig. These guys were the last gig I saw in London, and one of the like a small, you know, kind of corner esque place there, and it was sick. Like their their recorded CD is is they've done something. I don't know who produced it. We always wanted like we don't we always wanted to be produced by them. It's just so big. The the sound is epic. Yeah, the, um, the vocals are done really well, and uh, I reckon they're sick. So here's a song, Paradise. Something that I don't know Give me nothing but love and hope I hope I can find my paradise Deep down under and all I've seen Beyond the wonders and still I dream I know I can make that sacrifice What is hopeless and what is real I wish I knew how I feel I hope I can find that love inside Give me shelter, bring me along There's a place where we all belong Still I wonder, where's my paradise?
by stick figure do you reckon you could be dj do you reckon we could actually get onto this and be like obviously clean up a bit of the language work like be radio djs work was really pissing me off this week my boss was giving me the shits and i got on seek and looked up radio presenter and there was a couple of jobs in sale victoria so if you want to move to yeah. sale we could do it why do you have to move to yeah, sale? Can't you it's do the it? fucking radio. This is it's like it's that's so home. 2019, 2021 is like you do this from anywhere. Yeah, one of my clients at work, she she does a radio show on community radio on Wednesdays, um, and she she was doing it from home during during COVID times. AM or FM? Uh, FM, FM. Yeah, playing tunes. Yeah, it plays tunes, interviews people. I just learned how to DJ. Do you need? Well, I could throw a few tunes down. We well, don't need to. You just press play. It's like they're pre-recorded tunes. Yeah, it's not as helpful then. I think oh, the midnight shift, you could do that as night shift. Surely. Oh, you can you can get a job on radio, but no one's listening. Um, I think we've probably got more listeners than some midnight community radio stations. Like by a f- Do you know how many listeners you got? Yeah, we've got a few. It's no, surprising. not you, like when you're on radio. Oh, You can because you can see if they've played your thing, but like radio... You oh, can't back, tell, can you? Back in the day, the way they do it, I, I think, think is so. a, a certain selection of people, similar to the way they do it in TV, have a box that the sends Nielsen data. Families, yeah, they the Nielsen families. Yeah, the Nielsen families. Because they also, the Nielsen families also like tell people exactly what they bought at the, at different shops. So that, yeah, it's a load of shit though, really. Who oh. the fuck are these Nielsen families? I know <laughs> knew a family called the Nielsens, but they didn't have a box. There's two sons. <laughs> No, but they didn't have a thing. They didn't, like, I, I don't know if they had, do you know what I mean? Do you know anyone that does it? How is it a fair cross-section of the community? It's no way, it's, it's no way it's a fair cross-section of the community. What's their fucking sample size? Don't know. N of what? It'd be pretty small. 20. 25 people's good. And they extrapolate that out. Population <laughs> yeah. There's 25 people. No, nah, but Facebook's been, Facebook asked me the other day, it's like, do you want to like, um, share your data 
and I think some other app because they've now that Apple are trying to do all the privacy stuff. It's like, do you want to share your data to help us? And I'm like, no. fuck off. Like, no. I've never wanted but to in the first it's place. Like catchy. I know you've been you've you're taking already, me. So you're already sharing it. Yeah, but I like Lol. if you're going to give it, I'm not going to accept it. Like, nah. Don't ask me. You haven't been asking me for years, and now you're going to ask me, and I'm not going to say yes. And they like did a they did a spiel. Now this is the thing that got me. It's like, nah. Then when you press continue, we're going to ask you this question, and we really want you to say yes. So yeah. they campaigned first. Yeah, they campaigned first. I was like, you haven't got me. No, no. <laughs> I think it must be an Australian law that changed because every app all of a sudden had to ask you. So that's probably a good thing. And I think I said no to everything. It's like, nah. But the thing is you already know that they're sharing your shit and the whole idea is is that you don't really care because you want to be on Facebook more than you give a fuck about them sharing your stuff. And you know what? This week I actually found it quite useful. It's, It's coming to the end of June. One more week, tax time. I was like, well, I need to buy some shit. I need some new headphones, clearly. So I searched a couple of headphones for about 10 minutes and then I didn't have time, so I let it go. And then now all I've got for the next two days on Instagram is ads for headphones. So it's fucking efficient. I just need to search a couple of headphones, click on a few links, and then boom, I will get advertised to the things that I want to see. You can change that too. There's a thing, if you go to Google, you can say what ads... Am I being shown? And you go to your settings, it'll list everything that you're being shown at the moment and you can delete things. Because sometimes, like I just bought a new camera, but I'm still being advertised the same camera every day because I researched Ah, the fuck out of it. But that's like, that's been too good to the marketing budgets. I like, sometimes I like to click on ads where it's like, or YouTube on the TV, just watch an ad because you know if you make it to the end that that company gets charged. It's like your ad shit and your product shit and you can fucking charge a dollar for that so if you're on instagram and you see an ad if you stay on it for longer than normal that costs some money if you click on it that costs that business money straight off the bat i used to do it when i had my bushfire business i'd google myself google the and then click on everybody else's ads until they disappeared and use up their budget for the day the competitors (laughs) (laughs) that's so renegade that's so renegade (laughs) i like it yeah it's good what's your business strategy well We've, we've Item four, get on, get on, get on Google. Start clicking. It works, man. It that was works. a bit like when we when Back we played Bitterman. Um, like we just played Bitterman, just constantly to get the plays up. Oh, just make it the home yeah, screen. Yeah, just, yeah. And we thought we'd just put a. And I think someone did it. You put a real small song on, just and get the plays up. Yep. You could do that with Airtasker, right? I'm sure you could pay someone on Airtasker to do what you said instead of your marketing budget it's a defense marketing budget it's like all right air tasker every day you click on this ad until it disappears here's five bucks so there's a band uh it was quite a few or a few years ago now that they put out a short song i think it was 10 seconds they sent an email to all their um all their listeners like you know the email address said look we've put this song out it's short it's nothing but if you put it on repeat for the next week it'll fund our next album and then since then and it did and it worked, but then Spotify then uh, made it that you've got to listen to 40 seconds of a song to get paid for it. But I've done the maths on it. I did it a while ago that if you like get, I can't remember how many phones, there's maybe like 50 phones and you stream the same song, a 40 second song on 50 phones for a year, I think you can make five grand, which... Not bad. Not bad. Not good, but not bad. 
not great. But there's there's a market there for it. It's kind of like mining Bitcoin. Uh, I saw a Facebook ad. It's the a other lot day. like that. Yeah, it's like they, it was. They were selling a computer setup to mine Bitcoin, and I texted my brother. I was like, "Should I buy this computer? It was ten grand to mine Bitcoin." And he's like, "No, nah, the power that it costs to mine the Bitcoin uh, will." you know be cost more than the money you make from mining bitcoin but then i thought we moved to red bluff or somewhere in the desert set up solar solar array and just mine bitcoin off solar in the desert and that's free money and while we're there we'll take some fucking outdoor heaters and heat up red bluff as well because it gets cold there overnight too and then we'll capture the moths <laughs> yeah and we'll burn the free moths we'll turn to, to butterflies turn the turbines to then make more energy for the We'll Bitcoin. come back and we'll write it down in a book. Perfect. So if you're a bald man, what percentage of your friends is it okay to also be bald? Obviously, 100% is not okay, right? That's a club. That's a club, I reckon. That's a club. And it's not a cool club to be a part of. Uh, so if, there's, if you've got three mates, can two of them be bald or only one? Two would be max. Like you're starting to... If I had two bald mates, I'd be like worried. Yep. What, what we were eating. We were like, <laughs> 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 what am I drinking? What am I eating? This is this is like one, maybe it's like could just happen. Two, something's gone wrong. Three, yeah, I'm getting new mates. Bit of moral support though, isn't it? Yeah, for them, I'm not bald. No, all right. So if you were, if you with two bald mates, that's all right. But four of you, three baldies and you, no good. No good. You, do you leave them or do you import another bloke with some hair? No, I think we've, it's... Well, I've to got make to leave. It two on three. You've got to leave. Yeah, but that's even worse for them. I, what about... <laughs> <laughs> then but then they are a couple. Yeah, I'll take one. <laughs> You'll take one with you. I think... We're going to have to leave this. I think guys. in a group of 10, you can have three and, and that's okay. But more than that starts to get a bit a bit weird. So what about... Wait, how, many have you, you, how many have you got? Depends which Not mates I hang out with. Um. So, and it depends where your where your count was in that. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm transitioning, so I've got a. We're in the time where we need to recruit. Shit, now I've got two full headed head <laughs> yeah. people. No, it was I take this all back. <laughs> I mean, I definitely have three. Uh, I I think in you know like surfing down in Torquay back in the day, there everyone had long hair because you all thought you were Oki or like you know you're a surfing delinquent and that's what you did. You had dreadlocks, but as soon as Gary Ablett started playing good footy for Geelong, Gary Ablett Jr., that is. Yeah. When he shaved his head, I remember turning up to Winky, like, no shit, the next season, and just being like, every second dude in the lineup has just shaved head, and all of a sudden, that's what's cool to be in Geelong. Same time that Kelly Slater was dominating as well. It's like that same era. KS is probably on yep. 10 world titles. Gary Ablett Jr., dominating. Everyone in... And, and Torquay's the worst place to have a shaved head. It's fucking cold down there. You need yeah, a bit of hair Chapman on your head. as well, they had... Yeah, but they had a few baldies in that Geelong team and it fully transitioned and made it cool. You've got to lean into the baldness these days. Oh, it's a much better than... Not many comb-overs going on, really. Like, the comb-overs back in the day were fucking horrendous. I think we need to bring that shit back. That it's a bit boring now. Like, even like a George Costanza, where you just... Yeah. Or a Larry David, um, or a full-blown comb-over, or I think what we're missing and what I wish would come back, because I'd grow, is a skullet. Where you grow out a long mullet, but you keep the, the top. Mr. Burns. The Mr. Burns. Yeah, the skullet. Right. You'd look good with a skullet. Fucking oath I would. I agree. Bring it in. Yeah. 
Just then with your backward cap and a skullet. You could put a cap on and no one would fucking know. Yeah. You just look like you had hair. Oh, imagine, what could you got hair? Imagine like some bird that you pick up at the pub. Once. <laughs> it's just like you get home, you're in the bedroom, oh, things that would just take the cap off, boom, skullet. Oh, and then like, you know oh, that you see those things where they go to the toilet, they ring their best friend. It's like, fuck, I got, I got home, he's a good dude, but I think he's got a skullet. Look and leave. <laughs> you got to go. This is it. Oh, are you sure? Yes, you can't fucking, you gotta go. He's in the bedroom, just like, no, no, I'll leave the beanie on, it's fine. It's a bit cold, it's a bit cold. It's chilly in here. need an outdoor heater. It's chilly in here. No, no, take Anyone else cold? You see? Go outside, yeah, yeah, I'll put the heater on. Put the heater on, yeah. It's not wasteful if you're bored. The other one is the guys that have the big long dreads and it slowly starts to disappear on top. That's a... That's a sad state of affairs, I think, when you've got the long dreads and you're balding at the top. I've seen that. You don't see it often, but you see it uh, You see it more up in the snow and places like that where you've got the old soul of the earth, shred lords that, you know, they were rocking dreadies for a yeah. long time and their time is coming to an end. I missed long hair. I, I loved having long hair. Had it as long as I could, I think. I really made the most of it and I would love to grow it back again, but it's just... Um, It'd be so far back. I'd be, you know, like the guys with the straight, like the little ponytail at the back. Like it's all, yeah. it looks like a normal haircut and it's a mullet ponytail yeah. getting around. Like those dudes. And they're in a suit. So they're just like, no, nah, it's neat, man. My hairstyle's neat. It's not. It's you look neat. like a fucking full-blown serial killer. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so strange. But uh, uh, no, it's good. That's no, good. So, uh, do we have we got a resolution, or is that up to interpretation? Thirty percent is the number. Where are we at with this podcast? Because I'm thinking if we want to wind it up, there's one song that needs to be played. Um, but if you guys have got more stuff to talk about, I'm I'm open to it. We got we got two more songs, surely. Two more tunes. Well, yep. that would mean that oh, let this is a, this is a good tune. I can hardly say the name though, but. This tune was a Meredith tune, actually. This is where I first heard this. Which is a festival in Victoria? Which is a festival in Victoria that Watkins and I have been to and hopefully going back to this We're year. going back this year, hopefully. We're going back. And it, you it's come like us. a hit and miss sometime. Yeah, you should come. When is it? December. December. I'm, I'm fucking all over the East Coast. December, Chrissy, Invico, then Eight. I've got... Eight. Yeah, nine. Your wedding. I'm down in Taswija. Hell yeah! Um, so potentially, yeah. I don't. I don't think it's going to come back this time. But it's Todd Taye or Taje or I say Terje. Todd Terje. Terje. Todd Terje. Terje times. Inspector Norse is the tune, and it's uh, it's good a track. Good track.
it was free. Yeah. It didn't cost a dime. No one knew how to charge for anything on the internet. That was when Napster was a thing. But now they've figured it out and you can't move on the internet without paying money. Except for porn. Porn's always been free and always will be free for some somehow. <laughs> suckers. <laughs> yeah, the suckers. <laughs> you can see the suckers for free, basically. But we can... Uh, yeah, okay. But all right, here's, here's, we do have merch. We've got a bunch of T-shirts. We've got stuff, but the website's not working. But just if you want some, send us a message on Instagram. Wazzle will respond. You put the money in his bank and he posts you the thing. It's actually a better way to do it. You get a better deal. You get you get a better deal. We make more money on it. So if you want a one off the wood T-shirt, sticker, stubby holder or fridge magnet, send us a message on Instagram and we'll fucking sort it out. I think you've, been, you've sent a few things out that way. It's a way to do it. Well, I've sent a couple out and the first bloke that brought it to our attention that the website was fucked. <laughs> I... Uh, I didn't actually hear that. I said, look, sort me out. Anyway, he flicked us over some money on, you know, a bit of trust involved, but he sent us some money and I've rewarded his trust with additional stickers, magnets and you know, a nice the, little note. The money we save, we, we give back to you in stickers and fridge magnets. And yep, and maybe exactly. we, we sent one of our listeners a can of Emu Export just cause yeah someone in Victoria just <laughs> can you not get it over east no mate it's hard west to get is best. I can't have a can the fucking irony is West End Brewery in is in Adelaide Victoria. it's in Adelaide oh, yeah, and they're shutting that down so they're not even going to brew West End which is where they brew Emu so that's all going to Sydney so the export that you're only drinking WA is now going to be proper imported good but when they brew it it's export that's globalisation for you <laughs> it's fine. Globalization. A bit ridiculous. Nationalization. So we do have merch. Exists. Get it. The stubby holders are sick. Everybody that gets one loves one. And I'm... Yeah, I'm frothing. Um, I think I've got a stubby holder. It's bloody I, good. I gave one to yeah. Dave Grimes Please when notice. he was here. He was pretty, pretty pumped on it. Shouldn't have though. Should have charged him. Yeah, don't give one to Dave. Uh, good shit Right Is there anything um, Any other points of business any, Matt it's been great To have you over here It's been a pleasure West is best West you know oh, I now. say that I say that to all my nieces You're my favourite niece When I'm with them <laughs> West is best Yeah it's been sick I like it over here It's good And you're moving To the west coast In Victoria Down to Torquay So I'm I'm frothing It's really funny I just bought myself and my partner, but mainly me, and a new like car, like an Amrock, a big four drive thing. And when I was in my outback out yonder, going up the west coast, with all these guys passing me with their huge rigs, just start frothing on all what I can put on it. Like I was, I didn't really want to put anything on it. And now I'm bumping on these fucking highways like this. I'm like, oh, I've got maybe I do need bigger tires. And I'm like, oh. with, I'm with Woz, we went jet skiing. I'm like. Mate, how do you use your air compressor? And he's like, to give me a lesson on his air compressor. And then he's like, oh, he's got a four-inch lift. Like, wasn't I pretty much like two metres above every other car as we like cruising along? And he's telling, oh, I think it's going to go down a bit. I'm like, I'm not sure about that. It was. looks pretty high. I got oh, Brad hooked me up. I got a two-inch lift, but it, it went up 70 mil in the back. I was like, fuck, that's pretty high. Put my whole head in the guard. Now, but it, it did settle in. He was right. And then as soon as you chuck a fridge and a few cartons in it, it, it comes down. But, mate, you, you definitely upscale. Actually, I said, um, Andy, that I'd, I need to introduce Matt to to Mr. Hepworth, to Pete. 
now that because they're, they're living around the corner their house is around the corner i was like pete will absolutely froth it especially if you're trying to set up a four-wheel drive like he's retired his yeah. purpose in life is to do your research yeah, I just, that's what i need i was gonna say before that you turning up to was's house and him just pimping you out with camping gear is like me and was turning up to, to pete's house at, you know when we were 20 and pete just making sure you've got everything so you are pete you've, you've just taken on the the role it's good a hundred percent. I, I oh, felt like you you when you were twenty. I was like, I don't know, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know where I'm going. He's like, no, this is what you need. Starts drawing on maps. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> we did. We had no phones. In fact, he gave me. This is like you were twenty. He gave me like the book, you know, the, the hard copy book of camping spots. No. Like, yeah, this is exactly what I need. I saw this clip on the internet. <laughs> did you use it, or was it just a? No, I, I sat. Away? I did read it when I was at the campsite for five minutes. Mate, maps are the best things yeah. to fucking read when you're camping. Love a map. I love a map. Oh. Fucking love maps. But that being said, I saw this clip on the internet and it was like asking an old person where to go. And it's like, yeah, just give me the address. I'll pop it in Google. He's like, yeah, so what you got to do is don't you fucking give me directions. He's like, yeah, no, no. So you've got to head down. You'll see trees. Like, don't you fucking give me directions. Just tell me where it is and I'll put it in Google. But you know, the old people that have to give you the full directions. He's like, I don't need them. Just give me the address. <laughs> But the thing is, that person, when you give them directions and they drive there, they'll never fucking need directions again. But if you just give them the map, then they'll ask you every time, how do I get to school again, mum? I don't think people can retain more than like two two turns. If there's more than two turns in it, the directions are useless, unless you write them down or draw them a map. You're not a. You don't Google Maps. It actually neither of you guys Google Maps. <laughs> no, I fucking hate. I the challenge lady. myself. Don't just, tell me what to was do. Was like which which way do you go left or right? I'm like I think it's left. And he goes right. He's like, no, nah, we'll get out of here eventually. I'm like, fuck, maybe. He's <laughs> like, no, nah, we got it. It's like I've taken Mel on road trips down like, what you know, down around Joanna and stuff. No Google Maps. It's like, yeah, I think there's a turn off here somewhere. So like, how the fuck do you know all this shit? It's like because you, once you've learned it, you've learned it. So then moving to Sydney. I like slow, like, all right, I can drive to work without Google Maps. That took about six months. I can get to the airport without Google Maps. That took about a year. And like, it took me, I reckon, 12 months to be able to drive from here to Bondi Beach, which is around the corner. But it's the hardest <laughs> one to figure out because there's so many turns. It's ridiculous. It's like left, right, left, right. And then you can, you can there's like four options. <laughs> it's so hard. Depending on when the traffic is. It's, it's like an old um, Goosebumps, Choose Your Own Adventure <laughs> novel. But you learn when you by mistakes. Like that saying of you learn by your mistakes is not a fucking saying for no reason. But if you're not making mistakes, if you're just focusing on keeping the car in between the white lines and then turning when someone tells you to turn, you've got no fucking idea how you got there or where you went. So, you look, but if you're actually like, all right, there's a turn coming up, it's got it. That's not it. Oh, there's a couple of big trees. Oh, that's it. The one after the big trees. We're Done. Exactly. I get it, but I'm fucked. We were awareness. Ch- we're, we were in Derby it. in Tassie with Timmy Hoochin, and I'm trying to drive from Derby to Launceston, and I've never driven there before. And I was like, I'm from Tasmania. I'm just going to follow my Tasmanian instincts, and I'm going to get us to Launceston. <laughs> and we we're getting worried, and he kept going for the phone. I was like, you fucking touch that phone, Timmy. You put yeah. that fucking phone back because I am going to get us to Launceston. And I got us there. It's like I've got these instincts, these Tasmanian instincts. They're going to get us to Launceston. And you do not touch that fucking phone. You put it back. Yeah. Well, signposted, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Mate, no, wait. But you've got to trust. And you get the stinks. you got to exercise the stinks too. 
Like, yeah, they're, they're, it's good to have them. Some people have got better stinks than others. You've got to exercise the stinks, I reckon. And you know who's got epic stinks? Brad, Brad, my Brad. We travelled around Australia. We sp- both spent a bit of time in Darwin since. We had a trip to Darwin a couple of years ago where we'd flown in. I was going for a rodeo. I flew him in. He was having twins. You know, it was a good old time. We're getting this car and he's like pointing directions. He's like, yep, left here, right there. And a bit of Darwin when you're heading out towards like Nightcliff. It doesn't quite make exact rational sense. There's a few odd right-hand turns and things. Mate, he was all over it. Just bam, remembers. Good stinks. Some of the best stinks. It'd be make driving more relaxing because I'm fucking always trying to look down at my phone and Google's yelling at me, take the next left. Shut up. Like, this one or like, there's like four lefts. Yeah. Like, left and like, yeah, it's... I'd prefer to know where I was going. I'd prefer I to be yelled at. Like I want, I don't yeah. want it to be like at the next junction in four. You can choose meters, different voices. And in one hundred meters, yeah. no, but I don't want a different voice. I want to be told, right, fucking now, it's yeah. coming now, now. This one here, go, 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 go. Like, don't fucking be like giving me notice. It's like I don't want to know. It's like, all right, change lanes, mate. Change lanes. Now go left. Or it could now, be more realistic when your missus are giving you directions. Like, ah, yeah, it was that one there, the one that we just went past. <laughs> Oh yeah, the past yeah, is good. <laughs> Do a U-turn. When do you get on the freeway near my place? It, Google says slide right. There's no. It's not a turn. It's like slide right. It's just Pull on the handbrake. Rip the handbrake. Yeah, yeah. If it's wet, just snap back one gear and slide onto the freeway. <laughs> Grouse. Hey, it's been good. All right, let's wind let's this up. Wind then. it up. Perfect. Thanks, gents, for having me. That was sick. Always a pleasure. If, very um, enjoyable, as per usual. We're going to finish up with the best song ever written, as declared by me, you, and Dave from the Bitterman one night deep into. We'd eaten some um, chocolate cake, let's call it, and we listened to this song and we <laughs> declared it to be the greatest song ever written and ever created. And it is the belligerence, Caroline. Uh, who, Rude, you got anything to add there? It was. Cheers, blokes. Hooroo. Howdy. Hooroo. How can I see to